Hello and welcome to Beyond Markets by Julius Baer, a series featuring conversations with experts to share recent market developments, key insights and strategic inputs from around the globe. Hello everyone, I'm Kelly Chia, Deputy Head of Research Asia here at Bank Julius Baer and welcome to our podcast on 2022 in review. We'll also give you a peek into what we think about the next year, 2023. First off, let's look at how 2022 has done. If we had a 60-40 portfolio of stocks and bonds respectively, 2022 will go down as one of the worst performing years since the start of the 1900s. Let's review the key events. The start of 2022 was jittery as the Fed started accelerating its rate hikes to cool things down. To make things worse, a war then started in Europe with Russia invading Ukraine. Supply chains were already trying to cope with the US-China trade tensions and with the war, was pushed to the brink of breaking again. Through the year, the Fed also became more determined to push down the high inflation with very aggressive rate hikes as Fed funds rate rose all the way to 4.5% at the end of 2022. These are highs not seen since the 1970s. The high interest rate environment also started to break the momentum of the previous cycle's winners, and these were the very high growth stocks. The largest of these were also known as the FANGs, and they were generally technology-related stocks. Stocks like Meta, previously called Facebook, grinded to new 52-week lows almost on a daily basis. With higher interest rates, fixed-income assets were also doing badly. Government bonds were set to record its sixth worst return since the 1700s, even worse than 60-40 portfolio. In another sort of like very volatile asset class, in 2022, crypto also completely crumbled, falling more than 60% this year, from a total market cap of about $2.3 trillion to about $850 billion today. It was first triggered, of course, by the collapse of the Terra stablecoin that led to the bankruptcy of many, many poorly governed centralized finance players that had business models like lending and borrowing. If you looked into these schemes, were essentially like Ponzi schemes. The final collapse of crypto came when FTX, one of the largest crypto exchanges, declared bankruptcy. It was previously valued at an astounding $32 billion with many blue-chip institutional investors on its cap table. Well, anyway, ending the year with a positive note, the good news is that after all the rate hikes, inflation has been trending down faster than we expect. Of course, still at about 7%, but it's still much coming down in a way in which we like. In somewhat of a counter twist, the Fed's last meeting of the year showed that they are likely going to be gentler on rate hikes going forward. But the funny thing is they still sounded pretty hawkish because they expected terminal rates or the final Fed funds rate to end at about 5.1% by the end of 2023 before potentially cutting rates only in 2024. So after such a year, what can 2023 look like for investors? We will call it the year of the cool down. You hear a lot from us on this next year, but here are the three key things to take note of. Number one, the investing environment, unfortunately, is likely going to be like 2022. It's not going to be a straight line. It's going to be volatile. 
theories will come that many will not see coming, and all that rate hikes and quantitative tightening is going to hit us harder in 2023 than 2022. In the last Fed meeting on the 14th of December on 2022, we saw that the central banks were very obviously going to hike until something breaks. We are definitely hoping the thing that breaks is high inflation. But if the tight financial conditions caused by the higher interest rate environment breaks the economy, then ironically, all these central banks will likely reverse costs and try to fix the damage to the economy with rate cuts again. Secondly, the key economies in the US and Europe are pretty close, right, to grinding to a halt. Basically, no growth. For China, politics and policies will determine how asset prices move there, less so the economy. In particular, we are watching the extent and speed that China shifts away from its COVID zero policy. So far, we see Chinese assets moving like a big bounce rather than a sustainable recovery. So you might ask, what is sustainable for the Chinese market? I think it really depends on how much the magnitude and how fast the speed is willing to open up and stimulate the economy. One thing's for sure, um, China's policy stance is much looser than most of the world. And that's usually generally positive for risk assets. So finally, how can investors position going into 2023? We see a few ways at this point of time with all the data that we have. Number one, fixed income valuation reset has given us some proper yield again. So it's time to lock in some of that yield that we saw some years ago only. For equities, those stocks that offer higher earnings certainty and free cash flows are interesting now after the very big correction. Be mindful though, like I said just now, that previous tech winners of yesterday may not be the same winners tomorrow. For China, investors should continue position in structural themes of the environment, which is a green theme, mass consumption, which is the wealth theme, and smart manufacturing, which is the technology theme. Of course, we're not saying that all of these will go up in a straight line, but I think these themes would likely weather many of China's country before self policies better in the long term. For currencies, we think the king US dollar has likely reached a peak, so high-yielding emerging market currencies will benefit as risk appetite comes back. Finally, finally, in a commodity space, I think the tug of war between supply-demand disruptions versus an impending slowdown in the major economies make us take a neutral stance. The exception is copper because it joins the energy transition-related metals super cycle and should have a long tailwind behind it. So that's all I have for you today. In fact, this will be our last episode of Beyond Markets this year. Thanks to all our listeners for tuning in for the throughout the year. Have a blessed holiday. This is Kelly signing off for now. Take care, stay safe, and goodbye. What will the cities of the future look like? What kind of vehicles will fill our streets? Think Tank is a monthly podcast where Julius Baer experts look further ahead into the future. We aim to capture the world's biggest longer-term themes and put them into context for investors. Search for Think Tank on your favourite podcast player. You have been listening to Beyond Markets by Julius Baer. If you like what you heard, subscribe to our show on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you listen. To learn more about Julius Baer, 
our people, our latest thinking. Visit us at www.juliusbear.com. We will be back with a brand new episode soon. The information and opinions expressed in this podcast constitute marketing material and are not the result of independent financial or investment research. Please refer to www.juliusbear.com forward slash legal forward slash podcasts for further important legal information.